Greetings and salutations, everybody, and welcome back to another episode for you guys. Um, this one is just a one-topic episode, and I don't know exactly how long it's going to go for, but it's going to go for about as long as it takes for me to rant about the subject at hand. Um, so today's subject, we're talking about yet another T-Mobile security breach. And, um, of course, I'll share some ideas that might help people secure their accounts. I know it's been several days since the reported breach. And I wanted to give some time to just kind of let the numbers start to go. So that way I can uh, talk a little bit more about it. And um, hopefully help some people out there who just don't know what to do at this point. But before we jump right into it, a quick word of the sponsor of the day. Gotta give a big shout out for Anchor. Anchor FM, yeah, this is definitely the spot to make good, good quality podcasts. But anyways, back to the whole scenario of T-Mobile. So, um, T-Mobile, it is amazing that this is able to happen. Like, don't get me wrong, T-Mobile's not the only target. Verizon's been targeted. Uh, AT&T has been targeted. And I think in the last two years i've may it may have been once that they actually were hacked but uh what's become of that obviously beefed up security so why is t-mobile the easiest to penetrate i mean literally yeah i'm using that word i know someone's snickering about it penetration gotcha but why why t-mobile why is t-mobile the one to be to to have the weakest security to protect customer information cpni is very important you know the information that we give these carriers is really personal we're talking social security numbers right because we get our credit ran to see if we can do monthly payments on an iphone 13 pro max instead of paying 1200 for that phone or 1300 for that phone um so you have a lot of customer private information. You have addresses. You have phone numbers, which we which we use these days. I don't know if anyone's realized how powerful your phone number is, but your phone number is used to log you in to a plethora of different apps and services, right? I know this because I change my mobile number frequently because I'm always hopping around from carrier to carrier when I used to do YouTube videos and basically, you know, test out their services, leave them for a while because I had no interest in continuing to use them, but go back to them later on and get a whole brand new number because it's been like months since I've been with them. That was the days when I was pretty active on YouTube and now I don't really have to go and do all that. But your number ties into everything because every time I got a new number, trust me, it was frustrating for me when I had to remember, oh, geez, I have to update Twitter. I have to update Facebook. I have to update Instagram. I have to update Reddit. I have to update all these different you know, social services that I use because if I need it and all those have two-factor authentication on, it would send me a code. And if I, and if I left the number that was outdated or you know, turned off or maybe even given to somebody else, because numbers are recycled. They recycle numbers. Some companies do it every 90 days. Some do it every six months. But um, 
And so a recycled number, someone will get that code and who knows, you know? So you, you always have to update your phone number and change, you know, certain things about it, um, on your social platform. So, uh, numbers, phone numbers are very important. Um, you know, purchase histories, debit card and credit card information is all on there. And so you're like, okay, why hasn't T-Mobile since the last major data breach that they got, that they were penalized for, that they paid huge fines for, why haven't they beefed up their cybersecurity? Why not? What is so hard about doing that? Now, it could all be broken down over several different things. Um, you know, you can talk about uh, company spending, what, what exactly they're spending their money on. Um, you can talk about all those things, right? As Sneed will call it, CapEx. You can talk about that. You know, <clears throat> I don't even know if anyone really notices this or knows this at all, but T-Mobile is not a standalone company. Just like how it may be shocking to those people who would find out that Google is not a standalone company. Google has a parent company called Now You Know. And... I just activated the assistant. So I don't know if that kind of like interfered with the audios here, but I apologize if, if it did. Um, and then, yeah, so T-Mobile has a parent company called Deutsche Telekom. Um, that is the parent company that owns T-Mobile, just like Sprint had a parent company known as SoftBank. And um, so with that being said, you know, they have the money they have to have the money to be able to do it they have to have the money to be able to beef up security to protect customer information to be able to not let this happen again yet it happened again and how bad does this tarnish t-mobile's reputation how bad did it really crack into customers heads and made them feel that their information is no longer protected. Their information is not sacred with this company and so they should look elsewhere. And did customers look elsewhere? More to come after this quick break. All right, so let's talk about this this uh <laughs> i don't even know where to go with this um if you aren't aware t-mobile suffered another data breach and how is this possible how how did this happen again you would think after several successful attempts at breaching T-Mobile's security to gain customer information, to gain CPNI, you would think that T-Mobile would invest in cybersecurity to protect customer information and not allow this to happen again. But that happens to not be the case and I used to say with the first three data breaches that I've heard of for T-Mobile to have been attacked, 
I used to go out there on social media, such as Twitter and Facebook, and I used to classify T-Mobile's cybersecurity as Game Boy level security. But oh no, 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 nope, nope. We can't even go there anymore because that's giving too much credit if I was to say Game Boy level security. No, 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 we can't do that. Not at all, that's not happening. Nope, they have been reduced to Tiger handheld game security. <laughs> it's that bad. And if another breach happens, I am just going to reduce them down to Tamagotchi security because it is insane how this is happening. Now, there is a theory, and I'll get into that a little bit later. This theory is quite interesting. It kind of, the shoe is starting to fit a little bit, but we're not going to go out and say that it is actually what's happening. So let's get on with it. T-Mobile suffered another data breach and the funny thing is is several of my colleagues shout out to Steed shout out to Carlos um, shout out to Moose shout out to Zero Cool they know who they know who they are if they're listening to this um, but they decided to go live on YouTube and talk about the data breach mere hours after it happened and the funny thing about the situation is, is that while they were on the live stream, uh, Carlos had one of his lines sim swapped. And I believe another one of his lines was impacted on T-Mobile. And another person who was on the live stream completely cut out, was like completely just blipped out of the screen because his T-Mobile account was compromised and information such as data connectivity and device connectivity was all tampered with and me while I was watching that live stream as everything was going down and the number of reported accounts affected started to grow I mean it was it was crazy how much it grew I took it upon myself to contact my older sister and tell her hey this is what's going on um, this is not like, you know, bashing a company because you don't like the brand or whatever, whatnot. This is just me, you know, your brother who's a tech enthusiast who follows, you know, the telecom industry and the OEMs out there is just me reaching out to you to say, hey, protect your account. And you know what um, my sister did, or at least hopefully she follows my advice and she did. And um, just real quick, you know, for those people who don't know, to get your account secured, um, if you don't have 2FA, which stands for two-factor authentication, turned on, I would suggest you turn it on. But don't do it to where you have a authentication code sent via text message or email. Um, there are other ways to 2FA your account, um, you know, I would say use the best resource. I mean, if email is going to be it for you, then, you know, choose an email that only you would be able to gain access to. Um, and then that email, if it has two-factor authentication on it, make sure it's not your T-Mobile number. Make You know, switch it up. You can always grab you one of those burner lines, like from Google Voice, 
and have you know two FAs sent to that number because you would be the only one to have access to that number and go about it that way. Um, it was crazy to have to suggest my sister to do that and also for her to you know suggest for her to turn on a passcode for porting. Um, so turning that on basically made it just a little bit of an obstacle for anyone who may have compromised her account to port one of her lines out to another carrier or anything like that. And then finally, look at your account because um, you are able to purchase devices from T-Mobile and use your account, the account information that you have on there um, to determine whether you're eligible to get a device at a discounted rate or even at some sort of payment plan. And that um, you might want to look into because there were there were customers reporting that um, the hackers were literally ordering iPhone 13s and 13 Pros and 13 Pro Maxes and trying to get them shipped to a different address. They were doing all kinds of quirky stuff, right? And people would be like, well, why would they order an iPhone 13? I mean, if they did that, it would just come to my house. Well, no, if they compromised your account and changed your shipping address, well, then they can order the iPhone 13 and it would get shipped to the shipping address that they have on file. By that being said... There were a lot of that happening. And by the end of the live stream, it had already hit over a million customers affected. Okay, so um, that's a little bit for you right there. Real quick, another word from the sponsor. We'll be back with more details. Okay, hopefully you guys had a very good break there, grabbed your favorite beverage. All right, let's just go. Let's just rant into this, okay? First of all, I want to address the T-Mobile shills. I want to address the T-Mobile cult-like people that, you know, just have to rock the magenta thongs and, and rock magenta all over the place. And while I may sound like a hater here, I'm just giving back what you T-Mobile shills throw out at everybody else. Because personally, I don't have a problem with T-Mobile. I honestly don't. And someone's going to sit there and say, oh, he's a Verizon lover or he's an AT&T lover. Like, no, I use Metro by T-Mobile. Okay, my I have a family plan on Metro by T-Mobile. So before anyone goes and says he's not using T-Mobile service, that's why he doesn't like T-Mobile. No, Metro uses T-Mobile service. But the shills are coming to the defense. They're like, assemble T-Mobile Tron. And <laughs> literally going in. On everybody who's really just expressing concern for this, okay? It's one thing if people want to go and have online social media wars about who has the better 5G, who has the better LTE connectivity, who has the better devices, and all that other stuff. And you know what? Like, okay, that's that, that's that's playground BS. I don't concern myself with that type of crap. But when you got somebody going to Reddit talking about that, they're unsure if, for the foreseeable future if they want to stay with T-Mobile because... They are worried that someone is going to get their information. And then you got a T-Mobile shill just... Hey, 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 you being a hater of the Magenta brand. Like, come on. Loosen up. Or just go to the corner and face the wall. Sit in timeout. Like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. When you are attacking a person who genuinely has a concern. Everybody should be concerned about their information being stolen everybody should have a concern 
about uh, orders being placed on their account that they could potentially become responsible for had this not been noticed. See, here's the thing. First of all, why does T-Mobile or any company, before the shills get mad, why does any company have to store your social security number? Your social security, your social security number should be used at the time of creating the account to verify who you are and also the line of credit that you have. And once that information is put in, why is there a need to keep the last four of a social or to keep any social security number on there? Honestly. You know what? I feel like that a lot of the information that these companies store, they don't really need to have. They really don't. Um, I wouldn't... I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me if I had to go through an annual verification each year just to validate that I'm still the user of the account and that I am who I am. I don't mind that. I'm not that lazy in life that doing a 15-minute survey to validate who I am is going to kill me. I am, I'm not. I know some people wouldn't like that idea because a lot of people just want to be given things and then, you know, like that, they have that mentality, set it and forget it mentality, right? Like set up my account and I just want to forget about it. I'll just pay the bill every month. I don't care what happens on there. But then when something like this happens, then they're like, oh my God, how do you guys have tiger handheld game security for cybersecurity? What's wrong with you guys? Like, but, but you know what, you you don't want to, you don't want to track or, or, or keep an eye on your accounts or the things that you have, your information. Like you don't want to keep an eye on it. Uh, but 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 you but but then you wonder how this could happen. Well, let me see. If you're not keeping an eye on it, hmm. And then T-Mobile's Tiger handheld game cybersecurity isn't strong enough to protect from cyber attacks, whether it's you know brick force or however they gained entry in. Like, then who's really watching it? Who's really watching the entire shindig? Who is? I don't know. I can't say I am. I'm not going to be watching customers' accounts. I don't even work for T-Mobile, so why would I be watching anyone's account but my own? And I'm on prepaid, so I'm not really even too worried about it. Although prepaid may have been affected. I hear people that's uh, retro customers and T-Mobile prepaid customers, and they're saying that they've been affected. I'm not going to call them liars, you know, but I'm not really... um, I'm not really seeing why they initially would go after prepaid accounts. There is more to gain from postpaid accounts, but who knows? I mean, maybe just some more customer information. Maybe they're selling your information on the dark web. Who knows how this is going down? Nobody knows, but I will tell you this. I will say this. It is disappointing for a company of that caliber of T-Mobile to have this done. Now, the theory that people are having, the theory that people have is that somebody inside T-Mobile is responsible for this somebody is a part of or is on their own doing this it is such a coincidence that t-mobile accounts got hacked again customer cpni got taken uh accounts have thousands of dollars of orders for devices to be shipped to an unknown address uh, mobile lines have been hijacked so that way they can try and break into people's bank accounts and stuff like that. A lot of this stuff. Um, and, you know, as it's happened several times before, 
you know, who would be crazy enough to go back again? It's just like that theory, right? Like people always ask, like, if you like, say, you know, you're like a, a young 15 year old smoking cigarettes, right? And, and you stole a pack of cigarettes from Safeway, right? How does that 15 year old get caught? Simple. He returns back to the place he commits his crimes and recommits the same crime over and over again. To the first time, you'll get away with it. The second time, eyes are going to start looking at you. Third time, they're going to have a hunch, but they can't just go on a hunch. Now they got to catch you in the act. And then you slip up and you go that fourth time. Boom, you get caught, right? But that's when it's, you know, the, the reason for that analogy is because it's an outsider working the game on the inside, right? You're not a Safeway employee, so of course they can watch you. Now, you look at any Safeway employee that wanted to steal a pack of cigarettes. How long do you think they can go before they get caught? Because an outsider would get caught within a span of a week if they're consistently going back every day stealing a pack of cigarettes. But what about an employee? Guy, mid-30s, works at Safeway, has a smoking habit. His bills are just overbearing so he doesn't have enough for his habit so he figures at work no one's going to notice that he takes a pack and he takes a pack then a few days later he takes another one the second week of already beginning already beginning to do this bad habit now he's taking a pack every day third week now he's taking a pack plus a couple of more packs because now he's selling them to his neighbors and friends right fifth week he's taking 10 packs a day and now it's caught the attention of the company nine weeks later he is finally busted nine weeks for an internal person of doing some shady stuff at Safeway and one week for a 15 year old non-employee to get caught doing the same crime and that's the, that's the point that I'm outlining here is that it's been several times that T-Mobile's been hacked. I'm just saying, but I'm not saying that it is for sure an internal person that's doing it. Okay? Listen to what I'm saying right now. I'm not saying that it is in fact an inside person at T-Mobile because I don't have information in front of me that says otherwise. We can always assume and speculate, but assumptions and speculations don't count for hella beans. I'm just saying. Because at the end of the day, again, now people are more worried about T-Mobile. They're wondering about T-Mobile. And this happens under Mike Sievert. I really wish John Ledger was back at T-Mobile. As of right now, he's on Twitter, on Twitter spaces, hosting a space, talking with people and just having fun and he sounds happy and everything and i really wish that he never left t-mobile i really wish that he stayed or if not would consider coming back because mike sievert is yeah this guy known to the tech space on youtube as sweaty armpits aka eugene this guy is an imbecile an idiot this guy just doesn't know what he's doing and it's so hard to look at that photo where john ledger is like standing side by side with mike siever and he gives that speech to everybody that he has personally groomed mike siever i don't believe john ledger personally groomed 
Mike Sievert. I don't because Mike Sievert does things that John Ledger would not even do. John Ledger was asked a question right now on his Twitter space that I was listening to just before I started this podcast. And John Ledger was asked, what makes a great leader? And he went into his whole spill of like how other CEOs project what a great leader is. And then he finally told us what a great leader means to him and is the reason why that he did what he did when he was working at T-Mobile. Um, I really wish he would have applied this same mentality when he was CEO at AT&T, but that's for a different story. And the, the big thing that he said there that I've never really heard any CEO say and actually mean what they say when they say this. But the one word that he used quite a bit was the word love. It's a four letter word. Love. How powerful is that word love? Powerful enough for a guy who was tapped as the CEO of T-Mobile to raise a company that was in dead last in the in the telecom industry, overtook Sprint, and then beat Sprint down to a core, to a point where it only made sense to absorb Sprint, move forward, and continue their attacks against AT&T and Verizon. This is a guy who made it cool to be a part of a cellular phone brand, T-Mobile. I mean, you heard me address the T-Mobile shills. Who are the T-Mobile shills? They are the people who thought it was cool to sign up for T-Mobile and be a part of what John Ledger was building, right? The Magenta family. Giving things like the uncarrier moves they were making and T-Mobile Tuesdays to show appreciation to customers. And John Ledger would go to T-Mobile stores to check in on the employees on the front lines and remind them just how much he loved them for the work that they were doing. Something that you don't see other companies' CEOs do. You don't see Hans Vesper going into Verizon stores and telling people that he loves them. You don't see him rocking all that stuff. He wasn't a walking billboard for Verizon, right? As John Ledger was. John Ledger only wore T-Mobile clothing and would just like do these periscopes where he was sitting at a cafe with like three boxes of brand new iPhones saying on his periscope that if you can find where he's at drinking his coffee, you will win one of the three iPhones he has with him. And people would walk up to him off the street saying they're watching him on periscope and then he would hand them an iPhone. Okay, this guy really did wonders for T-Mobile. He brought them out of a very dark space. Now you got Mike Sievert, sweaty armpits, a.k.a. Eugene, who just is just destroying everything that was built. According to a lot of people who has followed T-Mobile over the years, T-Mobile doesn't feel like the way it did several years ago when the first uncarrier launched, when T-Mobile changed the game in the telecom industry, changing everybody to you know, set pricing at $50, taxes and fees included. People never really understood the concept of that. If you didn't understand the concept of that, technically, it was whatever your bill was, was minus the taxes if they flat rated it to 50, right? So let's say like your taxes was $1.50. Then you would literally are paying for unlimited service on T-Mobile. Um you'd be paying $48.50. And then $1.50 is taxes, which makes it $50 even, right? But somebody else could have $2 taxes. So then their bill is actually 48 
with $2 tax makes it $50. Yes, it's unfair if you look at the core charge. 40, you know, $48.50 to $48 is a significant difference of 50 cents, right? But people really didn't care because everybody's bill was the same, 50 bucks, taxes and fees included. He started that, other companies picked up on that. He did away with two-year contracts and decided to go with contracts over owning a mobile smartphone because he knew that smartphones were going to be the most sought-after piece of tech in the coming years. And every other company did that. So he did set trends. You got to give credit where credit is due. Now you got sweaty armpits, Mike Sievert, just destroying all of it down and tarnishing the name of T-Mobile. And yet T-Mobile shills still defend T-Mobile loyally. And let me tell the shills this. I am not against you guys having a deep passion for the Magenta brand. I don't care if you rock Magenta clothes all day long. Go ahead and do it. But look at the CEO now of T-Mobile and ask yourselves, is he doing a great job comparable equivalent to what John Ledger has done and if your answer does not come over to a yes immediately then what the hell are you doing defending Mike Sievert's T-Mobile versus John Ledger's T-Mobile that's my question to the T-Mobile shills anyways if you guys want more info on the T-Mobile hack let me know and I will do a more in-depth and give you the figures and numbers next Tuesday um we will do another podcast but again thank you guys for listening my dogs have to bark because they are a five-star security alarm which means i gotta go y'all take it easy and as always bark 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 aloha